Two best friends with some shit to say. So, hey guys. How are you today? I am well-ish. Sick. Ish. I'm like convincing myself that I'm well-ish, but the sun is out, so. The sun is out. And last time we did a podcast, <laughs> it fucking wasn't. So I'm glad that this hoe was back. I listened to the first 10, 15 minutes and I was like, oh yeah, it was disgusting last week. It was week. so fucking nasty last and week. And today it's like beautiful and like 70 degrees like hello yes. where do we live i don't fucking know anymore. i'm gonna like open the windows in my house today but watch out well, this weekend probably it'll fucking snow no it's supposed to rain on friday for sure i hate it here. i know i hate it here. there's no <laughs> consistency um recommend us places to move <laughs> for real because i'm tired of it i need consistency can maybe consistent warm weather because that would be so fucking sick dog yeah uh that's why i moved to florida Man, right. I don't think I could live in Florida. A lot of people say that. It's a, it's Florida is a state of its own, for sure. If Florida anything, is like a place of its own. It is wild. It's a whole other country. Honestly, yeah. Because like when I, I went to Florida three times last month for jujitsu tournaments. Oh, yeah. I went to, what was it three times? I went to Orlando. I went to fucking Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe it was only two times. You went to Tampa at one point, too, though. I did go to Tampa. I don't know if it was last month, but you went to Tampa. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been to Florida, like, way too many times. <laughs> Just in the past, like, month and a half. In a pandemic. And, uh, yeah, in a pandemic. <laughs> and um, it's really, like, its own little country. Like, people literally uh-huh. don't... They don't act like anything out Florida outside of Florida exists, which is hilarious to me. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's also funny within the state of Florida, because that's all central ish mm-hmm. um but the top part when i lived there so i lived in panama city for about five ish months and then i still go back but that top northern part of florida mm-hmm. is called especially the panhandle we call it the redneck riviera because oh. it's not even really florida it's kind of just like Extra, alabama yeah, yeah more, Georgia more georgia <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then once you get down past the panhandle that's like central florida and my grandparents live there it's like ocala orlando so it's like disney and like horse farms like there's a lot of horse farms out through central florida Mm -hmm. um and a lot of old people retirement communities ruth a ton of them ruth and jim live down there and there's this one called like the villages i think is what it's called Mm -hmm. they live in like a del webb community but the villages is literally its own village and they have like a few town squares and they do live music on this town square every single night 365 days a year my god and it's just like old it's just old people like they just live their lives there like that's what there's a movie theater in there like that's all it is it's literally like a town that's bizarre it is i was like this is like 
old people heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just fucking vibing. Yeah. I went out and danced. I was like, this is my... Yeah, after I got off active duty, I went and stayed with Ruth and Jim for a little bit. And that was... It was a great time. I would too. Shit. I told him... I was like, Jim, I am ready to retire. And he... I was like, let me just stay here with you. He's like, oh no, we raised our kids. <laughs> like, damn. damn. Yeah. All right, well... <laughs> nice shot yep and then the southern part of florida miami is basically cuba i did go to miami yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, there was a lot of um the people were picking up on my jamaican whenever oh I wow because they would cause i only have like a hint of it now because you know people made fun of me in kindergarten fuck you guys oh for having an accent, and um, sometimes it still slips out, especially if there's, like, other Jamaicans yeah. or like, Caribbeans around. Yeah, yeah, And they would pick up on it in the airport and, like, around, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, no one's ever, like, known what I'm talking about whenever I slip up and say something super fucking Jamaican before, so this is kind of sick. That's fun. Yeah. It was, it was nice. I liked, I liked Miami, and I liked Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, Fort Myers was, like... I don't know how to I don't know how to describe it. it I don't was, think I've ever been to Fort Myers. Fort Myers, know. comparatively to Oklahoma, it felt like their Midwest city. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, that was like such a reflex, like. And I'm not saying that all parts of Midwest city are bad no. at all. Like I'm just saying, like it's I've driven through really bad parts to... of Midwest city, yeah. and that's what Fort Myers was like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like I said, comparatively to Oklahoma, but like. Yeah, Florida is just its own fucking little planet. Um, it is, and then all the different like parts and people in it, and they just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, like I fully Floridians don't give a fuck. I fully one hundred percent understand why Family Guy makes so much fun <laughs> of Florida. Like I get it. Oh now. yeah. Oh yeah. And I hope that everybody in Florida has like a good attitude about it because they're on Family Guy so much being made fun of. <laughs> they have to. Yeah, they did a whole segment on, like, Florida whores the other day, and it, like, cut away to, like, Stewie on the back of some dude's motorcycle, like, wearing a bikini, (laughs) and his, like, hair was flowing in the the wind, and I was just like, they just are ripping Florida apart. Mm -hmm. Like, one time Peter got too smart. And they were like, let's send him to the dumbest place on earth, and they sent him to Florida. Florida. I mean, and he came back and he was stupid. They were like, wow, he's back to normal. <laughs> I was like, damn, leave Florida alone. Like, I get it, but leave Florida alone. Yeah, we all get it, but I don't, I don't think they care. Truly, I don't think they care. My Oklahoma ass. I'm mm-hmm. like, don't be mean to people. Don't be mean to Florida. They didn't deserve it. They just I mean, have they a do lot kind of feelings, of, but... You know, they do kind of I deserve mean, it, but so do we. We're not here to judge. Yeah, judgment free zone. What have What have you been up to? How have you been? Um, I don't have any tournaments to shoot until January, so I am just like getting people's Christmas pictures to them, like oh, nice. as fast as possible. I feel like a factory. Like <laughs> you're just cranking them out. I'm just yeah. cranking them out at this point. I have some planned here and there, um, for like last minute stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Overall, I'm tired. Like, I've been staring at a computer for, like, uh, 12 years straight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it's, been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Also, Facebook decided to tell me that I had my last college class ever five years ago today. I adored the picture that you posted. <laughs> <laughs> my 
fucking college senior mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like walking away with my fucking cap right now. Were you a bitch that popped a bottle of champagne too? No. No? No. I love, I actually love those pictures. I, I wanted to be that I think they turn bitch. out really cool. Like they're, it's like, there's mm-hmm. just some basic bitch things that I think look really cool, but I personally can't bring myself to do them really? because they're so basic. Yeah. One of them I was responsible for, I did the whole, like, birthday number things one time, like, with the balloons oh, and shit. yeah, yeah, And, um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't hate them. It was very basic bitch of me to do, but, like, I don't hate them. I thought they, I thought I looked good. Like, I missed the shirt I was wearing. I don't know where that shirt is anymore. I love a lot of basic bitch shit. I actually went yeah. to my equal opportunity class back in September, mm-hmm. and they asked us to name stereotypes for people, and then, like on a sheet of paper and we passed it in and then the fuck is this an episode of the office (laughs) (laughs) this was actually really fucking uncomfortable but it was like oh my god so we got up and all of the um so like the stereotypes for white females are like (laughs) privileged and whatever and then but like the first ones were like pumpkin spice and no way and i think ugg boots were on. i don't know if ugg boots were on there but pumpkin spice was for sure on there and uh there was another one that's what i was saying i was like um i'm not offended by these stereotypes i fucking love pumpkin spice and i don't give a fuck who thinks anything about that right like what are you what are you gonna do if i tell you i don't like pumpkin spice or or that i like oh you're such a white girl for liking pumpkin oh no i like pumpkin spice yeah like oh fuck i didn't even know i was white damn get out of here I personally don't like it, like, not because it's, like, a thing, but, like, I mm-hmm. just tasted it, and I just, I'm like, I'm, I'm good. It like, I didn't so hate sad. it, but it was just, like, not for me. I've loved pumpkin pie, like, since I was pumpkin a kid. There was one Fourth of July, I specifically remember, I asked Kathleen, my mother, <laughs> to, to make me pumpkin pie, because I just thought, oh, well, there's gonna be pies, and she's like pumpkin pie for four that was like we were having a family reunion mm-hmm. it was like outside and i was like yeah we have to bring pies right or whatever and mm-hmm. she was like well that's normally like a winter thing and i was like but i want a pumpkin pie yeah and she made me a pumpkin pie but i just i didn't know that there were seasons for it when i was a kid i just fucking loved it i always thought seasons for food that aren't fruit were really fucking weird that's dumb yeah like like fruit yeah. i get it because it's a mm-hmm. growth thing and the sun and science <laughs> but like <laughs> fuck you if i want pumpkin pie fourth of july i'm gonna get some i'm gonna eat it yeah uh, that's more of a winter thing like <laughs> fuck you if i want to chug some eggnog in april i will do it yep if i can find any <laughs> dude yeah. yes I'm, i mean i don't really like i mean i'm recently getting into eggnog like okay like okay. i'm it was just so thick for me when I was a kid. Thick. <laughs> thick. Um, that I just, it tasted like melted bubble gum to me when I was a kid. And I just hated Ew. it. Yeah. I was just like, this is gross. I can't do it. I can, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I love eggnog. <laughs> And, like, I've, I've had wild. really good eggnog since mm. then. And I've even had eggnog with, like, the alcohol in it, yeah. which I think is really good. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's the, not my yeah. first, like, wow, it's cold outside, break out the eggnog. Like, yeah. In my family, we had, um, I don't know if anybody else did this. If anybody else did this, please fucking let me know. So I know I'm not, like, crazy. 
But my grandma used to take, like, green sherbet ice cream and makes it with Sprite. And that was, like, our Christmas drink. And she called it green stuff. Oh, my God. Which, like, creative, grandma. Um, But it was really good. Like, we still do that. She's been dead for, like, three years now, and we still do, like, the whole green stuff thing. Green sherbet and... Mixed with Sprite. Sprite. I would like to try this now. Dude, we gotta. It's It's, like, it's a fucking game changer. What was her name? Clara Sue. Oh my god. The drink is now named the Clara Sue. Oh, about to have some Clara Sue's. About to have some Clara Sue's. I'm not like a huge... I like eggnog and I like... I usually drink it because it has alcohol. I don't think I've ever drank (laughs) one without it. Maybe that was my problem. My my first time drinking eggnog, it was without alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't really like that kind of... I don't know. That's weird to me, but um... Like, I think it's okay, but you I don't think I like, drink... virgin <laughs> eggnog? <laughs> I'm trying to, like, defend it, because I'm like, I think I would like it as a drink, but I don't think I actually know that, so it's good. I like it when it's got the alcohol in it, but mm-hmm. um, I think the number one drinks I really make in the winter are hot toddies. Ooh. Um, I know you like those I love them. You there got was... turned on those for mm-hmm. my birthday. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's so funny. During my birthday slash divorce party. <laughs> I didn't know that's what I was drinking. That's funny. They're so good. Um, one winter I got really fucking sick. And I remember, I don't remember who told me this. I think it was actually Kathleen. That's so crazy. But she was like, no, hot toddies like will cure it. And I was like, well, if you're telling me I can drink to get better, I'm going to do it. Right. So I just started making hot toddies, and now it's like my my winter comfort thing. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. I think I might do that then. And then the other drink I really like to make in the winter. It just doesn't hit the same in the summer, but I call it Angry Balls. <laughs> but you said it doesn't hit the same. It doesn't. It's like a I don't know. To me, it's like a Christmassy taste because it's Angry Orchard, mm-hmm. and then you put like a shot of Fireball in it. So it's like cinnamon oh. apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you see, it's like it's kind of like a fall winter flavor, I think, yeah, to me. Yeah, interesting. Like, I think, I mean, I guess if that you like a red hot shit. That would be a fun Bath and Body Works candle. Ooh, angry yeah. balls. Trademark. Don't Trademark, forget, copyright. Fuck you, Bath Motherfuckers, this is ours. <laughs> um, I will sue the fuck on you. <laughs> with all the money all I have. All the money I have. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> I have so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we got a lot of good feedback on you guys uh, listening to our episode about Hereditary and Sinister, so that was pretty cool. I'm glad that this Halloween through Christmas thing is is going well. Yeah, it seems like everyone is on board. I'm like, cool, these are the people I wanted to listen to my podcast, so thank you for being here yeah. and supporting us. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Like, you guys rock. <laughs> we said it at the same time. Be, yeah, we really did. <laughs> Um, you guys are here, like, vibing for our random stories, and you're also here for the horror movie reviews, and that makes my little pee-picking heart so happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> my pee-picking heart. My little pee-picking my heart. My pee-picking heart. Um, so I'm just really glad that you guys are listening, and we appreciate it. Um, we're on a schedule, and we're, we have a lot of cool things planned for 2021, so. Yes. Obviously, this year didn't work out for anyone. So, no. thanks for sticking with us. I'm not going to pretend it slightly worked out. No, <laughs> this was a this was a learning curve for sure. This is a shit year. 
Yeah, what the fuck was this? I've been seeing TikToks where it's like God talking to to angels and he's just like, Hey, uh I heard somewhere that you fit a decade's worth of shit into the year twenty twenty. <sighs> Um, I didn't put you on this task for you to fuck up this badly, so I just wanted to make sure that, like, you, Mr. Angel, did you put a decade worth of things in 2020? <laughs> and he was like, I thought I was supposed to. And he's like, God damn it! <laughs> there have been so many TikToks about, like, angels accidentally putting uh-huh. mm-hmm. a decade's worth of shit in one year, and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of sense. It feels like this year is, like, mm-hmm. through light speed. Like, where just so much fucking shit is happening one after another. For some reason, October, we took a break. Unless there was something bad in October that happened, I didn't hear about. Mm-hmm. But October was, like, the redeeming month of the year for me, at least. For me as well. Um, yeah, there was no... God, this whole year sucked. This whole year was some shit. Yeah, I'm like, I was, was thinking some positives. Um... Oh yeah, what what good thing happened to me? I graduated, didn't get a graduation, but I, I have my diploma. It's still in the fucking thing. Oh yeah, I've had my my diploma for five years, and it's still in the mail that I Shut that I got it in. Haven't even opened it. Do you see it? It's up there. It's up on top oh. of the my bulletin board. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, like I don't have another place where I won't lose this. <laughs> and I'm like, I could get it framed, but. Uh... Yeah. mine's been in there for five years uco sent me a a little diploma cover so i probably could use that but yeah those days are over they're in the past yep um trying to think of what else like you graduated i did Um, i did i oh i started working for myself full time yeah completely you did which i've always wanted to do i just never had the fucking balls to do that but 2020 was like, here you go. Here's some balls. Yep. Got to grow them quick. <laughs> yep. Reach down yeah. and find them. Yeah, I don't... We're the size of grapes right now. We're getting there, but... <laughs> well, that was, uh, like, two good things, so... No, we'll, We're going to chalk that up to that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm still hunting the good things over here. We're, we're still finding Same. them, so... Actually, okay, I didn't show you this, but... We can talk about this really quick because I think it's really interesting. Okay. So the podcast host that we host on, it's called Anchor. Did you pause it or are we still recording? No, we're still recording. I'm telling you about this because this is cool. Oh, shit. Okay. So Anchor. Yeah. And we post it there. And it's actually, I guess recently it got bought out by Spotify. So on our like creator uh, page Mm -hmm. where we can post from. We have a Spotify wrapped. No way. Yes. I wanted to show you this. Hold on. I can't see my fucking mouse. We have a Spotify wrapped. Yes. Look at this. What? I'll read these because I think it's really great. And I'm going to post about this. It makes my heart so happy. Bad decisions, good choices. Your 2020 wrapped is here. Let's do it. Fucking sick, dude. Say hello to your new friends in the United States. We grew the most in Oklahoma. Oh, my God. Obviously. <laughs> Thanks, Oklahomies. Thanks, Y'all Oklahomies. Rock. But look at this. We grew 89% in the United States is what this says. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. dude. Your voice resonated around the world in three countries. Three whole countries? Three whole countries. Wow. Yes. I can't tell where these countries are because I'm I fucking suck at dumb, geography. But... <laughs> but 
That's a three whole countries. It's like Europe-ish. <laughs> Anything outside the United States is like Europe-ish. Is Europe-ish. <laughs> we will find out. If you're not from the United States, let us know where you're from. We want to talk to you. Yeah, please comment on our Instagram or something. We want to know where you guys are from and where you're listening from. So, dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah, this was my favorite. Even in 2020, you still found ways to keep creating. You dropped 909 minutes of content over 15 episodes. Dude. Isn't that cool? Oh, my God. Yeah. I was, like, really excited that they, like, made this for podcasters, too. Yeah. Not just for, like... I'm so happy. I know. Wow. Shout out to Spotify. Shout out to Spootifer. (laughs) I'm so happy right now. That, like, literally made my whole day. I know. I thought you might think that was cool. Because I knew you liked your Spotify wrapped and shit, too. I'll, like, adjust this back to where it was. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, thanks once again for listening, because it was so cool. I know. I got really excited. I was like, okay, this motivated me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We don't have just five fans. Thank you so much, everyone. (laughs) Shout out to Irish also, who's been like killing it lately. Been like, hey, when's the next fucking episode? He is on us. Like, thank you, dude. We appreciate you. Like, you yes. fucking rock. No, he motivates me. Yes, for sure. Okay, so let's get into these movies. Um, it is foreign film week, and we watched um, two really good ones. Uh, we watched Train to Busan and uh, Good Night, Mommy. Um, we're going to talk about Train to Busan first, um, just because there, I couldn't find a bunch of behind the scenes on it, which was kind of disappointing because I watch horror movie reviews and listen to them all the time. And <laughs> none of the regular people that I listen to have even covered this slightly. So I'm like, um, in some of their defense, I need to check their podcasts, but like, you know, maybe we're actually pioneers here. So maybe we are. Maybe we are. Train to Busan was a. It was awesome. I was really happy about it. I actually yeah. didn't realize. Oh yeah, obviously this is our disclaimer. Do not fucking listen to this if you haven't watched it and don't want it to get spoiled. Yeah, this is spoiler alert. We're about to like ruin the fuck out of both of these movies so if you want to watch goodnight mommy um it's available on amazon prime for rent mm-hmm. if you want to watch train to busan it is also available on on prime for rent but it's available on shutter which is the horror movie streaming service so go check that out if you're into that but that's where you can watch these um pause this if you don't want these to be spoiled so and go watch them. They're so good. I ten, You're like, on your own after this. They're so good. <laughs> five bajillion out of ten would recommend both. Both I, of them. Each in their own rights were completely... I just... I didn't know that's what I signed up for this week, but I was really happy. Yeah. Yeah, they were both really good. So They were amazing. So let's talk about Train to Busan first. Um, it is a Korean film, and it's about a guy who is a dad. He's, like, super into his business and work. He has a daughter... Um, and he doesn't really, like, pay attention to her that much, um, because he's, like, just kind of, like, in a strange relationship. He's just very focused on their work. The, he's not with the mom. hmm Um, you know, and so he decides to, t- for her birthday, take her, uh, in the train to Busan, um, roll credits, <laughs> and, um, to go see her mom. And while they're there, uh, 
a bunch of shit goes down. Like, it's a zombie movie. It's a zombie outbreak. And yeah, I I, zombie movies are not usually my shit, but this one was, ama- this one was amazing. Mm-hmm. I really liked it a lot. That's cool. Yeah, no. Um, I really enjoyed it. I actually really like zombie movies, but I thought this one... Okay, there are different kinds of zombies, first of all. I'm glad we're talking about this because I thought of this, about all the different types of zombies. And I have never seen zombies like this in a yeah. movie. And they're... I Number one. I think these are the number one zombies I've seen. If I could rate scariest fucking zombies... Mm-hmm. Train to Busan has them. Yeah. Um, because, like, the Walking Dead zombies are, like, slow and, like, fucking... They're just, like, dumb. Like, basically... If there were walking... Z- I would <laughs> definitely survive if there was a Walking Dead zombie outbreak. Yes. But if it were a Train to Busan zombie outbreak or World War Z zombie outbreak, I'm killing myself immediately. Yeah. Like, there's no chance... I'm not fast enough. There's just... There's- Dead guys are faster than me. There's no fucking chance I'm surviving this. And they're, like animals like jumping like parkouring to fucking eat people yeah it's like jesus christ and the interesting the interesting thing that i that i noticed about the train to busan zombies is that um they like in the middle of transforming like you they still are connected to their human self Mm -hmm. like um we're going a little bit out of order here but um whenever the dad the 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 mm-hmm. girl's baby daddy mm-hmm. um whenever he like sacrificed himself mm-hmm. he was still like holding the zombies back after he got bit like and yeah. he was transforming i yeah. thought that was really cool um that asshole guy that we're going to talk about in a little bit whenever oh he God. turned what? we need a name for him oh we'll just I, I called him Tubby McFatfuck in oh, the yeah. text last okay. night. Tubby McFatfuck is a good one. Tubby McFatfuck. Um, when he, even when he turned, he was just like, there's no way. Like They were like, you're infected, dog. And he was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> obviously, the direct, the writer did a lot better than my dialogue. But, um, Paraphrasing, obviously. Nobody called Calm anybody down, dog kids. in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... So they're on the train, and it's, like, the first part whenever you see shit about to go down is, like, the literal opening scene whenever the guy runs over the deer, and the deer comes back to life. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like, what kind of, what is, what's in the air, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that is, like, that deer didn't get bit. It got ran over, and it was infected. Yeah. And they, like, well, and the guy was entering, like, a quarantine area because there was something... There's already something going on. Yeah. Like, there's a chemical leak or something. It was something weird. I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what happens is, like, it doesn't really develop that fast. Like, this guy's leaving. The deer kind of gets up. But then, like, people are going to work and, you know, getting on the train. And then in the middle of their train ride, this is when it happens. So they didn't even mm-hmm. get to Busan through, like, until the very, 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 very end of the movie. Yeah. And then, well, we'll get there, obviously. But, like, this whole train ride is just zombies. Yeah. Like, but it's because it ends up as... So they say people are rioting on the news, but it ends up being... I think it's, like, it is it airborne or I don't... Oh, it's, like, people biting, I guess. Yeah, like, they're calling it... Which is, like, such a perfect example of how the media tries to censor shit. Uh-huh. They're calling them riots, but it's literally people who are infected killing other people yeah 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 
And so, like, the military gets sent out and, like, all this stuff. And, like, no, basically just nobody knows what's going on. And so they capture this, like, fear that people have of basically, you know, an outbreak really well. Like, mm-hmm. people start blaming each other. Oh, well, it's you. Like, it's you. Or you need to go back here. How are we going to do that? You know, mm-hmm. people just flipping their fucking shit and panicking. Yeah. And it's it was really weird to watch, especially during this time of, mm-hmm. like, our lives. There's too many parallels. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really wow. was. I was like, this is like... Watch it for yourself. But... Literally worst case scenario of what's going on in real life right mm-hmm. now. Um, obviously, I'm not talking about a zombie outbreak. I'm talking about how people act during this time. Because, like, what are you more scared of during this time? The fucking zombies outside trying to kill you? Or people in, uh, that are on the inside of this train being like, mm-hmm. you're infected, you can't sit in here with us. Yeah. And they're just making shit up because they don't like you. Because they just don't know and they're just scared. Yeah. So they're, like, not even going to try. Yeah, or, like, you it's know. just, like, a sense of control. Like, mm-hmm. how Tubby McFatfuck was telling the conductor, like, well, this is your train, like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And he felt pressured, and it was just, like, oh, man. Uh, another thing about this, before we get more into the story, is that, like, the soundtrack was... Yes. incredible there were violins in all the right oh, places bitch oh yeah. my god I, I love me a good violin i specifically loved all the slow-mo that they threw dude yes <laughs> it was enough that i noticed it i was like is this i don't feel like i see this a lot in movies especially not horror horror movies, movies no especially, okay especially not good horror movies okay yeah because <laughs> there's a lot of shit horror movies that use slow-mo mm-hmm. but um yeah, I like so uh at one point the daughter and the dad get separated mm-hmm. and um there's like this really intense scene multiple times where they're hiding in the bat the the train bathrooms mm-hmm. and there are zombies like literally right right outside the door and you know they get reunited with some more survivors and um basically the train car that they're on they're all on the train to Busan but um they're in car number nine, and then all the survivors are in car number 13. So they basically mm-hmm. they have to get through a whole bunch of shit to get to where they are. And just the whole movie is just really well done. Like, from how they build suspense and how they have different characters from, like, different walks of life. Yes. Like, different classes of people. Mm-hmm. Um different people in just different areas of their life. Like, there was, like, two older sisters. Like, they're, like, old ladies. They were so and, cute. Yeah, they were adorable. They were just, like, visiting each other. Like, yes. fucking cute as shit. And, like, they helped the, that dude's daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we have Tubby McFatfuck, which, fuck this guy. Who? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he's just some... How would you describe him? Um, He's just, like... A super business douche. Mm-hmm. Like, I've owned a business that was passed down from my father, that was passed down from his father. And mm-hmm. Now I named my son after me, and blah, 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 blah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And his child has a nanny. He's like one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely one of those people. Um, or, like, has no kids because, like. He's too selfish. Yeah, he's been married once and, like, cheated on his wife with his secretary kind of shit. Right. Like, this is that guy. <clears throat> Fuck him. And this isn't me saying, let me just disclaimer, this is me saying that people who don't want kids are selfish. This is me saying that this motherfucker specifically in this movie is selfish. Yes, watch the movie. He sucks. Yeah. He's the worst. Like, the first sign where I was like, I hope this guy fucking dies next, like, 
was whenever uh the girl oh man was it this part i don't i don't remember i think it was when the girl was talking about how her friends are coming and yes that was was really excited because i'm not gonna lie like there were some there were parts of the beginning like the like whenever he was first introduced as a character Mm -hmm. i was like is he just being careful Mm -hmm. or but then i was like oh no he's just a fucking dick because this girl Mm -hmm. was like my friends are survivors on the train um they just called me because they're still working towers during this time because the very beginning of an outbreak um, they're gonna come to this train, and, and the Tubby McFat fuck was just like, um, well, how do we know that they're not infected? Like, they can't come in here. They can't. Yeah, and he yeah. uses this, like, weird, like, dark psychology to, like, turn the group on her. Yeah. Because he was like, well, they just watched all their friends and family go, like, we don't know where they are, and we don't know if they're infected, and you're asking us to risk our lives even though we don't know where our friends are like absolutely yeah. not and she was like are you serious and it didn't just go to that they fucking like held her mouth closed so like yeah. while he called smashed her phone like tied the door shut like did not let them in yeah it was so intense yeah they didn't even want them to know that they were in there like that was just mm-hmm. fucking Because while this is happening, these dudes are fucking escaping hordes of zombies because also these zombies are different because they're only attack on sight. Yeah, there's no real sense, like, there's no, like, sense of smell with them. Um, Yeah. And their hearing doesn't seem to be, like... Super good. Super good. But they definitely respond to that, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But they attack only really when they see you. Yeah. Because there were parts where the train would, like, go through a tunnel... And mm-hmm. that's whenever the survivors would, like, move from car to car. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I thought was interesting. But, yeah, and I thought that that, that part was, like, really, really well-directed, dude. Like, the way they were going through the cars and yes. stuff in the dark. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, they just built up suspense really well. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I, I'm just... I'm super impressed with this movie. It made me want to go back through my, my four and my foreign film phase like i'm not gonna lie i'd be down i love that i went through a foreign film phase not horror movies obviously but i love them no this one was it was so good um my favorite part i think i remember the part i was like what the fuck so when they're like so they get to this station because they're like okay we got to stop here because they thought that the military had got it yeah so all like had got there so all these people had got off and then got back on the train um because they saw that like actually the military was turned and then the whole military were fucking zombies chasing yeah. these people who had just got off the train so the train was his only part and so they're all going and the station when they get back down like it was quiet you know when they got off so it's like dead quiet but there's like panic like running towards the train and then these zombies just like blast through the fucking top of the airport like off of the yeah like, top floor you know like the skyways or whatever that you can walk mm-hmm. yeah just completely out of the whole flood of zombies like completely out of the airport yeah and I, it was just i don't know what it was about that moment but it almost like i definitely jumped a little bit i was like that's yeah. like, that's crazy these this, zombies are aggressive. Like they're insane. Yeah, and the and the I'm another so thing I noticed about them is that they don't eat anybody. 
No, they, they just, just rip, turn them. Yeah, they just rip, like, one part out of their neck, and then, like, they're done. That's really it. And then, like, and no zombie knows, like, if another person has already been bit. Like, so, like, mm-hmm. five of them will jump on one human being and just, like, take chunks out of them and then just, like, move on to the next person. Like... Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's what I... Like, no, nobody actually, like, died. Like, people just got bit and then infected. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Which I thought was interesting, because I'm just like, you know, like, what makes these zombies survive? Like, do they eventually just, like, decay, like, in The Walking Dead? Um, do they... Like... The whole world turns to zombies, and they start their own zombie communities? <laughs> like a Bigfoot community. I mean, I feel like this is really the only, like, end to that. I mean, everyone's going to get got. That's true. But, yeah, I, I just thought crazy. it was, like... And, you know, I another thing that I that I thought of was, like, you know, when the dad got bit at the end on the hand. Mm-hmm. How fast does this go? Like, couldn't he have just, ampu- like, just taken his hand and, off? Yeah, just, like, immediately chopped his hand off. Yeah, they did that a lot in The Walking Dead. They did. I forgot about that. I don't know, because it turns them pretty quick. and trans- It turned them pretty quick. Yeah, it, it looked like it was different for more people, but you definitely had, like, three minutes or so. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe not even that long, but it was, like, two or three minutes, I think. Because I remember in The Walking Dead, like, season one, there mm-hmm. was a guy where it took him, like, literally days to turn. Yes. And he got bit on, like, he got bit on the hand because, or something. Yeah, because people were, like, they, like, kind of hide it or, you know. That's true. They want to stay alive. But those people... I would really be immediate. interested in the science of this. Like, just, like, how fast, like... Like, do I have to just be like, oh, fuck, I got bitch. Like, immediate chop off my hand, or do I have a second? Like, I don't To, know. like, grieve my fucking losing my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. I just need to know what to prepare myself for. I want to have a couple days to think about, do I just, like, fucking off myself? Right. Do I just die do completely? I try to make it through the zombie apocalypse one-handed. I don't. I mean, honestly, that's a, that's a really, like, I don't know. I don't know what I would choose, to be honest. It's true. I have no fucking idea. I'm. I'd probably. I'd probably chop off my hand and like just pull like an ash try, from the Evil yeah. Dead and like put like a hook in it or something. Oh yeah. I feel like that okay, would okay, be okay. fucking sick. You're giving me a whole lease on life. Here. <laughs> okay. I I agree, but I mean just. Oh, but we need to talk about this little girl first and the pregnant lady because yes. these are my favorite fucking characters. This Absolutely. pregnant lady. Is fucking hauling ass sprinting through this whole goddamn movie. And I've never been pregnant, but that looks incredible. Yeah. If like, you were eight fuck. months pregnant and still sprinting, I want to know. I want to see this because I am impressed. Yeah. She was like, the she was literally the last survivor with this guy's daughter. She just fucking killed it like think about how many people were on that train and there were two survivors and Mm -hmm. one was a nine-year-old girl Mm -hmm. and a pregnant pregnant lady like hello we are badass we're fucking badass everybody can suck my fucking dick Mm -hmm. because we're badass Mm -hmm. um yeah she was like the only other time i've been impressed was whenever that one bitch wore heels all throughout jurassic world (laughs) like running away from dinosaurs never took her fucking shoes off at all 
That's yeah. commitment. That's what I'm saying. Like, but this girl was pregnant, so sorry, but Heels Girl is a close second to pregnant lady. No, yeah. I loved her. Like, the way she talked to her husband. She's like, you fucking idiot, you know? She's yes. so funny. But they loved each other so much. I love when he found her in the, people. in the bathroom, and he just opens the door, and he just goes, he just I smiles know, at her. I'm I like, know. you cute motherfucker. And then she punches him. It was so precious. I wanted him to survive so bad. Whenever he got bit, I was like, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah, I literally was like, every time somebody that I cared about got bit, I was like, chop your hand off, chop your hand off, chop your hand <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I guess that's my fight or flight. <laughs> Just fucking do it. Just fucking. You gotta survive. Like, immediately. If, I, if there was a zombie outbreak, I would for sure carry around a machete with me. Just for chopping off limbs. Like, oh, I don't want yeah. you to die yet, homie. We're chopping your foot off. Sorry. Man. I know. God, I was so sad about that. But really... He sacrificed himself. Every time someone I, I like died, I was like, oh my God, there's more. I didn't realize there was going to be two people left at the end. Like, Yeah, I didn't shit. realize they were going to fucking Game of Thrones us all yeah, all and kill them. everybody Holy I liked. shit. Because then when, like, the cheerleader chick died, I was fucking sad about that. And then every time... Because that was around the same time I realized that Toby McFatfuck was escaping yeah. at the expense of everyone else every single time. And also, for the love of God, if you are driving the goddamn train, do not save anyone else. You Absolutely are not. responsible for driving the train. You're already saving people on the train. What's wrong with you? You're... Oh, my God. And then he's like, help me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Tubby McFat fucks. Like, I just wanted to see my mom. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Like... God damn it, I hate this man so much. He caused so much death to people around him while being selfish as hell. Yeah. And, like, that was my one, I don't know, probably my one complaint of the entire movie was that I feel like that guy deserved a lot worse of death. Like I did, too. Like, he did end up turning, but then he bit the dad and then the, yeah. of the little girl. And then the little girl had to, like, give the fucking performance of her life and cry while her dad's sacrificed himself because he got bit by tubby mcfatfuck which i'm confused because that guy was like turning for a while like they watched him walk towards them as a human i'm like bro throw the motherfucker off yeah like, i would have done that immediately immediately as i saw i just honestly hands on sight because you fucking kicked me out of the car yeah you put me with the suitcases you fucker yeah fuck you uh like you caused a whole bunch of people's death you threw me in the fucking, what they call it, vestibule. The vestibule. Like, fuck you, dude. It yeah. is hands on sight. Yeah. You're not even fully zombie yet. We're still the care. same strength. Yeah. Motherfucker, I'll fight still me. I'll kick your ass. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, he did turn and he did die, but I wanted him to get, like, attacked, you know, like, by just a yes. whole bunch of them. Yes. Like, I wanted intestines flying. I wanted to see a hand get ripped off. Or a nose. Yeah, I wanted him to be scared. Like he deserved you, a everyone. lot worse. I was, uh, yeah, that that really upset me. Every time he like almost died, and then someone else would get it instead of him. Yeah. Like, okay. Whatever. My least favorite character is alive forever. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Man. Fuck him. But yeah, that's that's pretty much Train to Busan. Uh, it was. Uh, I would recommend it for sure. I would. I would. 
1000% recommended. It was so good. I love zombies. <laughs> it was really, really good. And if you like direct or do anything like behind the scenes wise with, with film, like you'll really appreciate the angles and how different Korean films are shot. Um, mm. Like just, I don't know. There's just certain like film shit and editing that I noticed that they don't do very common like American films. So I thought that was really cool. But like I said, that's only if you're like an extra nerd about it. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, good night, mommy. Good night, mommy, man. I just looked it up. Apparently they were speaking German. Yeah. Okay. I had no fucking idea what language they oh, were speaking. Really? Yeah. yeah. Cause like I said, like I was like, this might be German. I'm not sure. Like no, yeah. I, cause I've never even, I've never like even studied German. Oh, I didn't either. Um, but I went there for like three weeks with the military a couple okay, years well, ago. Okay, well that's like way better than studying. So it. I like yeah. Well, not really because I didn't speak to any Germans until the very last day where we got oh. like a day of drinking and there, somebody before we left taught me to say one more beer, please. It's if you need to know if you ever go to Germany mm-hmm. and you, that's the only phrase you need. It's. Ein Bier bitte. Okay. And it just means one beer, please. And yeah. Okay, well, there you go. There and you you're go. Polite. That's, and Dankeschön, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's thank you. So there you go. That's all you need because then you got your beer and then you say thank you and you're automatically like, there you go. Yeah. You're okay, drinking you're in set. Germany already. Fuck. Yeah, you're fucking set. <laughs> go get you some Jaeger schnitzel. I just want a bratwurst. Oh my God. Honestly, drunk hot dogs in Germany were the best hot dogs I think I've ever had in my life. Oh, for sure. Like, I've, <laughs> I've so never good. experienced that, but I can tell you right now that that sounds amazing. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I'll have to find some pictures of that. Well, it's these two boys. Their names are... Well, she calls him Elias in the movie, but in America, I've only heard it pronounced Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we'll go with Elias, but we might switch it up just out of respect of the movie. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, so Elias and Lucas, and they're twins, and I would say they're, like, nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. And probably not any older. Yeah, they didn't look older. Um, And so their mom, it's been known that there's been an accident happen, and their mom is in, like, a face wrap, like something happened with her face. And um, you kind of learn throughout the movie like why that is but the whole thing is like the two boys think that like that's not their mom underneath all of the face wrap stuff because she's acting weird and um she's just like she's very hostile towards them not really acting like herself she's acting like she's mad at one of the sons and so they're both like that's not our fucking mom and so that's pretty much the premise of the movie but there's like a lot more that goes into it than that Oh my god, there's so much more, because there's... I really didn't even know what was happening. Like, you really cannot figure it out. Right. Because I couldn't, until I got to the very end, I'm like, oh, that... Okay, I see it, but I didn't notice it at all. It's very psychologically, like, intense. Um, yeah. Like, there. this was my second time watching it. I watched it for the first time in 2016, and so I already, there's a huge twist at the end, and I already knew what it was, so watching it for the second time, for me, was really eye-opening, because I already knew it was going to happen. This is Laura's first viewing, so she didn't even know about the twist at the end, 
Nope. Yeah, so... She literally told me, make sure you don't look it up before you watch it. It was a trip. It will not be the same movie if you look it up or you listen to the rest of this podcast and you know the, <laughs> the twist. Because if some of you are like me, you're like, oh, it's okay. I'll just figure out the twist and then watch it. Don't fucking do that with no. this movie. You have to go just watch it. No. Don't do that to yourself. It's so good. Yeah. I did that to myself on some movies where I was like, oh, I probably won't watch this. But don't do that with this one. This one is it, man. I was definitely on the edge of my seat. I really wasn't in the beginning. I was like having a hard time following what was happening, mm-hmm. and so. But then by the time shit started happening, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is intense." Like, yeah, this is so. Because at first, I thought this mom was just like a bitch. Like I, yeah, I remember looking at that. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like she is abusing these kids. Yeah, she's mean like, to them, walking them in their room, like slapping them around, and like. You never really see it. And kind of just, like, acting petty towards Lucas. Because, like, she, you know, only pours... Or Elias. uh, Or towards Lucas. Lucas, yeah. said towards Lucas, yeah. Because Elias is, like, she pours him some juice and then does, like... Doesn't, yeah. Yeah, and then acts like the other one's, like, not there because she's, like, mad at him for some reason. But it's just, like, so here's the twist. So, um, this whole movie... The accident was that uh, Lucas fucking died. Like Lucas, the one of the brothers, has been hasn't been there the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And um, the mom, which we just found, um, we just watched like an in depth analysis video um, on the YouTube channel Found Flicks, and he pointed out some stuff that we didn't even realize um, that the mom had like a career in television and stuff like that, and wanted to get back into that because um, she took a break after this accident that happened which mm-hmm. is what we assume happened to Lucas the other brother so she decides to get plastic surgery so that's why she has the wraps over her face is that you know she she got plastic surgery so not only is Lucas like a whole character in the movie like not fucking there right but also it's never actually clear whether or not that's their mom no which fucks me up more than the brother not even being there yeah because like the whole time i'm like is because at first i was like maybe it's not their mom like you actually because you're watching it really from the perspective of elias and lucas Mm -hmm. you know you're seeing this mom that like is just so mean to them and like you're immediately on their side yeah because you're watching this happen you're like obviously this mom is sick she's healing like she already said like play quietly no noise in the house, like, you have yeah. to pl- go outside, and so you're like, damn, bitch, like, what's wrong, and then she tries to make, like, these rules, and makes him say, like, you know, you are my mother, you are my mother, like, yeah. it's just, like, really weird, really weird mother-son relationship, regardless of what was happening. You're, yeah, she's you're acting like she's it. their age, yeah, but in charge. Yeah, so... Then after, man, when did it change? They ran away, or he ran away, right? When they went to the church. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, all this kind of, like, build up, and then the kid just becomes convinced and, like, runs away. Yeah. And then when he comes back, he's, I don't know, I don't even know if anything really happens, but basically the mother wakes up, 
and she's tied up to a bed and her son is standing over her like her her hands are tied her feet are bound she cannot move mm-hmm. she's like physically trying she tries to like rip them off with her teeth like she cannot get out mm-hmm. and Elias is there and he's like where's our mom mm-hmm. like you're going to answer and she's like and i at am this your point mom. like it, the the twist hasn't even been revealed yet no. so this is just like like they made the creepiest mm-hmm. masks for these two kids yep. to wear during the scene like so that which i thought was really cool and symbolic because like absolutely nobody is who the fuck they're saying they are in the scene and everyone's wearing a mask no one really knows who the fuck is who including the audience like we're all just like what the fuck is happening like you want to let her go because they're just torturing her at this point which gets fucking nasty yeah we'll get into that and then the other part of you is just like okay well why are you acting so weird mom if that's your real name. Yeah. Like, there's this part where uh, the boys find a picture of their mom with another woman who's dressed exactly, they're dressed exactly alike. And the mom, at, they're like, who is this? And then the mom at first, she doesn't even answer them. Yeah. Which I thought was fucking she weird. Hesitate. Like, if she was really the mom, she should have been like, that's my friend we used to dress alike. Because that's what she said right after that. And I'm like, is she your friend that dresses alike? Like, this looks like a twin sister for sure. Yeah. I, 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 and they never explain it. Yeah, and then the other thing where they found that video of her on her computer. Like dating site, yeah. Yeah, and, and the woman in the video had brown eyes, but their mom has blue eyes or something. Yeah. And, like, at, they do try to check that, but they don't ever revisit it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, you don't get the actual answer of whether or not that is their mom or it's not, which I thought was really cool. The way yeah. that they kept that hidden all the way to the end to the point where, like, we still don't even know. Yeah, because it kind of... Because well, usually I feel like the clues through the movie, you kind of... They come to wrap at the end and you see, like, what actually happened. Like, you really still don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. All the things leading up to it, all the little clues, like... You, you can, still don't. Yeah, there's a probably like at least twelve scenarios we could think of. Of oh yeah, yeah. Because up until I watched it last night, I thought that they were all three in a car accident. Oh. And the brother died, and that's where the mom got her bandages from. That would make sense. Like that's yeah. what I thought whenever I watched it the first time. But now rewatching it and then watching that analysis on it, mm-hmm. we it's never explained what the specific accident is. We are just left to assume it's the brother dying. Um, Cause throughout the movie, the mom tries to tell Elias that like, it's not your fault. And the whole time we're like, what the fuck isn't his fault? Like, is she talking about her face being like that? Or like, you know? Yeah. It was really purposely vague. And I think they did a really good job at that because there are some movies that, that try to be vague where it just frustrates the fucking shit out of me. Yeah. Well, there's really not even a lot of, like, dialogue, I feel like, until that point. A lot of the movies, just, like, watching them, you know, not interact with each other, like, their weird little interactions. But, like, with the lack of dialogue, you have to just interpret their facial expressions. So it's really vague, because you're already looking at it from the kid's perspective. So you're seeing the mom as, like, 
you know, just a bitch. Like, she's just mean. Mm-hmm. But then you get to the end and they, it, they start, like, actually having this conversation. You're like, oh, my God, she's fucking depressed. Like, mm-hmm. she's trying to, like, figure her own shit out. And, like, she's dealing physically with her face healing. She's dealing mentally, emotionally with this, like, loss, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like, you the end just hits you because you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. as soon as you see this mom tied up and the kid just, his personality is like... It just switches to a completely it does. different... He's like, absolutely not. I will never believe this, basically. Like, he's going to torture her to get the truth. Yeah. And then he does. And it's fucking so intense and so... I have only seen one other movie that was this, like... Tor- the torture scene was that intense for me, I think. And it was Hard Candy. I don't know if you ever I've heard that. of that movie, but I heard it was really violent. It's a really intense psychological thriller that I remember. I have not oh. watched it in years. But while I was watching this Goodnight Mommy scene, this is what it reminded me of. Damn. Because she had him, like, tied down to a table. She- yeah. Yeah. The last torture thing that I saw that was that uncomfortable for me... Wasn't even really a torture thing. It was Gerald's game. Have you heard of Gerald's yeah, game? Yeah, I watched that. That was that was pretty gnarly too. Yeah, that I, was. It, yeah. I wouldn't say. I would definitely say it's like not torture, but that was more just like the slow. Yeah. You watch her just wither away. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus, but th- we're getting off track. But yeah, the torture scene in Goodnight Mommy. Just that whole last like, I'd say twenty minutes of the movie is just like. Really fucking gross. Because at one point they, ugh, they super glue the mom's mouth shut, and then they try to cut it back open whenever mm-hmm. they're at, whenever they're trying to get answers from yep. her again. And I'm like, ugh. And then they cut her lip, and it's just like blood, blood everywhere. everywhere. And I'm like, oh my god. And I'm, I usually, I. Blood does not freak me out. Like I grew up watching Scarred on MTV as a kid. Like. <laughs> And I watched The Shining when I was six. So, like, blood doesn't really freak me out. But just something like that, I was just like, I can't watch this. It's so cringe. Well, I, I think because just... she's like, I mean, she starts to, like, choke on it. Like, it's she's, she, they cut her lips. She can finally, like, open her mouth. And there's all this blood that <clears throat> it's just, it is gnarly. It is really gnarly. Yeah. And then watching her, like, slam her face on that fucking pavement. Like, Ugh, yeah. that wasn't even... It's it's just really intense. I it think really that's really is. the only way I've found to explain it so far. I, I thought it was interesting how her face looked at the end, like how we all thought it was going to look whenever she took our bandages off. Mm-hmm. Also, the whole movie, like like I said, I, it, I saw it from a different perspective because I was watching it for the second mm-hmm. time. And like, there's just clues the entire time that Lucas is not fucking there. To the point where I'm like, how did how I did... not see this? Because, like, the opening scene where it's him and Elias in the woods, they're wearing the exact same outfit. But Lucas is wearing one that's black. It's a black tank top. And Elias is wearing a white, white one. one. And then in every single scene, Elias is always in the foreground and Lucas is in the background. Mm. Well, they're either like that. Or they're literally right next to each other. Like, Lucas is never in front of Elias throughout the entire movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, maybe it's because I was like, high as fuck watching it. But, like... I just always assumed that it was because the 
like Lucas. So they started out the movie as like Lucas was the brother that like wouldn't talk to the mom. He would whisper for um like he uh, was more shy. Yeah. And because I there's Albert was one of these kids. He used to talk to Sam, his brother. Yeah. And he wouldn't talk to anyone else and Sam would talk for him. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of kids that are and that's just what I assumed it was the whole time. So that's like, what I oh, thought watching it. The yeah, first I'm like, time. oh, it just makes sense. Like, he's just shy. Yeah, and she's trying, to, and the mom was like being a bitch about it, but trying to get him to speak up for himself. That's mm-hmm. what I thought mm-hmm. the first time watching it. Yeah, and then it's like towards the end, um, it's anytime Elias wants to cut the mom loose, mm-hmm. Lucas is like, no, like that's not that's not her, that's not her. And it's just like, yeah. it's just blaringly right in our faces that this kid is dead. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, seeing it the second time, I'm like, how did I not see this? But seeing it the first time, I can see why I just missed it completely. The director did like a really, really good job. Really just confusing the audience. Yeah. There's also, I don't know if you noticed this, but in their walkway in the house, there is a giant... I can't even tell if it's a photograph or a painting. Yes. Of a woman. Yes. You know it's a woman. Yes. But the picture is blurred. Like, stylistically, right. either drawn that way, photographed that way, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can never fucking see the painting completely right. in focus, which is so representative of the mom, it's not even fucking funny. Oh. Yeah. Did you see at the end when he was standing in front of the painting with the candle? Mm-hmm. It, like, kind of looked exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Okay. Now I'm... Okay. I'm yeah. Picking up. There's also multiple scenes where they're shooting through the stairs, um, mm. and the mom and the painting are in the same shot, but the stairs cover her face. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, dude, you gotta watch it again. I definitely like, it's am. It's fucking crazy. Like, visually, it's done really it's really so well satisfying to watch i love um symmetry in mm-hmm. cinematography we taught we we did have an episode about bly manor and hill house but yes alas it has gone rip, rip. but <laughs> that's what i liked about those shows as well is like the aesthetic the symmetry the colors when like the german countryside is just beautiful it kind of also reminded me of like Midsummer and how they use those like bright yeah. colors, you know. Ooh, and then the whole Midsummer. house is yeah, Midsummer. What a trip! What a what fucking a, trip! What a trip! Good night, mommy. Though that was that was a ride. That's what that was. That was. Whew. I would definitely put that in my top five horror movies where I'm just like thinking about it and I'm gonna be fucked up by it for a little bit, like. Good night, yeah. mommy. Midsum- Midsummer, mother with with Jennifer Lawrence. That really fucked me up for the longest time. And there's one. It's not a horror movie, but it's called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and it has oh with Jack Nicholson yeah, in it. Yeah, that's a great one. That one fucked me up. But anyway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one was really fucked. <laughs> but yeah, like so, the end of Good Night, Mommy. Like, just to sum it up real quick, uh, they transfer the mom to be tied up in the living room, and then that's whenever we find out... No, 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 no. Not tied up. This bitch is, like, super glued to the floor. That's right. Okay. For sure. I was like, you can't even do it justice to watch this woman stuck to the floor by her hair. Yeah. With super glue. With candles around her. 
it is creepy as fuck. Yeah. It is so it's creepy. It's creepy and it's like, and you're last, not getting out of this. Yeah, this dude, this nine-year-old kid goes full psychopath. Full like, psychopath. Full psychopath. And then that's also when we learn that Lucas is dead. Mm-hmm. Because the mom reveals it. She's like, fucking listen to me. Like. I am your mom. I am your mom. Yes. Lucas is not here. You fucking idiot bitch. Mm-hmm. Get me off the fucking ground. Yes. Um. But no, he just fucking sets that shit on fire. The mom is on fire. Um, we never actually The kill see. for the mom is so... That's intense. Like, yeah. Watching her burn. Like, they let they watch, let you watch her start burning a lot. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It was... It was... Oh, so... Oh, yeah. It was a lot, but it wasn't... It was just done really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. The creepiest part was the thing that we just watched in that analysis. So, Elias escapes, we think. It's never confirmed whether or not he dies. Mm-hmm. So, you're kind of just like, did he run into the woods? Did, did he stay in the house and die? What the fuck's going on? Um, but the creepiest part is, like, at the end, whenever the fire department is, like, putting out the fire, there's, like, an outward shot of the house. Mm-hmm. And this person that looks like the mom, you, you can't really see it because there's, like, headlights from the trucks and stuff facing mm-hmm. her. So she's, like, it's bright on her face or a silhouette. She just, like, leaves the house. Yeah, you, I did not notice that. Like, obviously, you're really just kind of watching the house burning, but she just mm-hmm. kind of, like, walks off screen. Yeah. And then they come into this field, and it's creepy as fuck. Like straight up looking at the camera, like singing, staring, and bit. smiling and singing. Yeah, it's weird. Ooh. And I'm still like, what the fuck happened to me just now? Yes, <laughs> like, I love movies like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I feel like a lot of times foreign films get that differently. Like they get it mm-hmm. just because it's not just. I don't know, American Hollywood kind of follows the... Same routine. Yeah, the same rote script, you know, it's the same thing. Same story, different characters kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But both of these, I felt like, were not not that at all. Yeah, it no. was. I, I didn't know what to expect for either of them, and I'm glad, because that was, that was wild. Yeah, and what's funny is, like, I had seen Train to Busan... Before I tried to watch it before, mm. um, and I fell asleep because the first like part of it, it's you so, know, it's, the, yeah. it's, it's slow. It's the you're getting some character development. Yeah, and you know I'm not gonna lie, like I have to be in the mood to like sit and read subtitles for a foreign yeah. film, like, yeah. Because it's not one of those movies where, like, you can put on the subtitles and you can you know you, what's going on. Yeah, still. no, you Like, can't. I don't speak Korean. I don't speak German. No, yeah. I had to... You have to sit and actually, like, pay attention and watch. Like, yeah. Because I tried to do it. Down. I tried to watch them while editing pictures. Oh, and I was no. like, I have to fucking... Actually watch this. And, or I do not know what's happening. Yeah. No, you couldn't. So, just being able to submerge myself that way was really cool because mm-hmm. you can't even get on your phone a little bit no. whenever you're watching movies like this. So it made me pay attention more personally, um, and which made me pay more attention to like, the symbolism and the music and the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I thought that was I thought it was really good. Both Definitely smart. recommend both of these movies. Yes. Oh, I hate I waited till the end to say it, but Train to Busan was actually... Recommended by Mikey. How do you say her last name? 
Heaver. Heaver. Yeah. See, I don't know either. Mikey, tell me how you say your last name. Yeah. Go follow her on Instagram. It's I'll have it in the comments of our thing, and then I'll also put it. Um, the link is in our description. Yeah. But Mikey's also doing a bunch of like horror movie shorts right now. Like that's what she's shooting in Mikey her spare time. Mikey is so. the coolest person I've actually never met. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what, dude? She's <laughs> just as fucking cool in person. I love I her. Yeah, we actually went to the same event last. Year, well, yeah, last year, earlier this year, and we didn't even know. Oh really? Yeah, she was like, That's I thought funny. I saw it was the gala, like the Oklahoma City had a gay prom. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and I went, and she was like, I thought I saw you there, but I didn't know, and I was like, damn it, I would have totally said hi I, if we could have met. Now we'll be friends. Yeah, but go follow her. She uh, she created our theme song, and we love it. Mm-hmm. She also has her own music. Check that out. Yeah. No, Mikey is Mikey is the shit. Mikey's our audio queen. So, yeah, get in the links in the description and follow all those people that are in there because we're in there, too. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And, oh, we're going to do a live event eventually on my Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. We just, I did a poll on my Instagram and everybody seems to be on board for it. Even the people who voted no, because I know that you're voting no to piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's funny <laughs> i was like it has to be 100 percent. Right? literally some people will go and like vote the opposite just be and it's like just people to, i know specifically are doing it just are to get under it. my skin i'm like fuck you guys <laughs> that's really funny but occasionally you i'll get one like person that. i don't know and i'm like well still fuck you you don't know me yeah, like why right. are you on here voting if you don't like me <laughs> but anyway yeah so uh, just pay attention to that. We're going to announce that soon, but it'll be on my Twitch channel. We'll make sure to put that down wherever, whenever the time comes. So. Yay! Get pumped. Thank you guys so much, everyone who has joined us. If you're new this year, which apparently everyone is. Yay. Hello. Um, introduce yourself. I literally talked to like five or ten people that listen to this yeah. about it. So there's way, there's more than that. So introduce yourselves yes let's know let us know where you're from where you found us yeah yeah what you like to hear about what country you're from bitch hello we got three different countries listening we're trying to travel when this fucking rona shit's over yeah fuck that bitch trying to make friends all right kids well thanks for listening thank you so much we'll see you next time bye bye